Welcome to the As You Go Women's Podcast, part of the Rolling Hills Community Church Podcast Network, where you can find other great resources such as Making History Parenting Podcast, Men's Leadership Network, Rolling Hills Sermon Podcast, and more. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of As You Go, a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all of the things in their lives, like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health, and so much more. I'm Kathy, hosting alongside Kendall. Yay, glad to be (laughs) together with Kendall again today. Um, We're so excited. I'm I'm excited about today's podcast. Uh, We have a very, very special guest, and that is our brand new women's director, Miranda Cokes. Miranda, thank you for being with us today. Yeah, we're so excited. I am honored to be here. Yay! (laughs) It's going to be awesome. Um, So as we get started today, obviously you're new in your role, but um, you've been around Rolling Hills for... Probably like a year now? couple of years. couple yeah. years. Yep. Um, so for those of you that don't know you yet, will you share a little bit about who you are and your family and all that kind of stuff? Sure, absolutely. Um, so I grew up in Nebraska. Go Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone always thinks that we just walk around with overalls on in Nebraska. <laughs> and that is not, that is not the case. Um, so yes, um, My family's all from Nebraska. Um, I have a brother and two sisters. And one thing that people sometimes don't always know about me is I have an identical twin sister. Um, She lives in Kansas now, so we we FaceTime all the time. There's two Mirandas out there. Yes. Two Mirandas. Love it. And we sound exactly alike. (laughs) So um, hopefully she'll get to visit sometime and meet all of you. Um, So, yeah, I grew up. um, My... Um, my family, we went to a Catholic church and, um, when I was in eighth grade, my parents got divorced and I like to say that my faith took a little bit of a detour during that time. Um, and so I think that's part of why I have a heart for students is, um, I just can put myself back in that place, um, and it was just a hard time from a from a family standpoint, um, and so took a little detour there um, for a while. But um, I met my husband in college. We've been married for twenty seven years now, which is just so hard to believe. <laughs> That's incredible. Y'all should see the flowers that he brought her to work. Oh, yes, seriously. Very impressive. Huge. Yes. Very impressive. So everyone, all of my kids' friends call him Big Andy. His <laughs> name's Andrew, but he's Big Andy. And Big Andy, like, really outdid himself this year. So <laughs> Way he, to go, Andy. he set the bar probably a little too high. But um, So uh, I have three kids. Um, Carson is 18. He's a freshman at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. And then Caleb is 17. He's a junior. And my daughter, Caroline, is 14, and she is a freshman. And both of them go to Centennial. So just doing the teenage thing. So fun. (laughs) And you served prior to being our women's director, served in student ministry, right? Yeah. So Miranda was there. Our middle school pastor, um, Jen Hendrich, was on maternity leave. So Miranda stepped in as the middle school interim director, which was awesome to get to work with you so close because I'm the student worship leader. So it was just so fun to work with you. Yes. And we might talk about this more a a little bit later, but um, that's part of 
the amazing way that God has worked in my life over the past couple of years. It's, yeah. it's really incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. More excited to hear about I that. I know. I can't wait to hear about oh, that. Oh, and I told my son, Caleb, I would give him a shout out. So, okay. Hey, Caleb. Shout Caleb. <laughs> I love that. If you're listening to this women's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, bud. That's fun. Um, so you touched on it just a little bit, but would you mind sharing with us a little bit more about your faith journey and how you came to know Jesus? Absolutely. So um, I would definitely say um, when I was younger, I knew about God and I knew who He was. Um, and I remember when I was little, like I, I have this memory of going to like a vacation Bible school. Um, but as I mentioned, I think the whole faith thing just took a detour. Um, And my family was just going through, it was a hard time. And um, so I went to college and I would definitely say that I was lost. Um, I, I didn't, I mean, Jesus just wasn't in the equation in my life at the time. And I look back and think about just some decisions I made and, and really am grateful to be alive in, in, in some ways. Um, so I met my husband and his family is, is very faithful. Um, but I, at the time I was still in college, not really, I, I really wasn't open to, um, who Jesus was. And so we ended up getting married and I got baptized, um, about six months before we got married. And I absolutely felt that. Um, I remember coming out of the water and I wanted to follow Jesus. I just think that I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Um, so I quickly sort of found myself reverting back to old behaviors, but I could feel God drawing me in at that time. And so over the next several years, we had children and we ended up uh, my husband's job got transferred to Tennessee, which is a whole nother God story. Um, and I just, I know that um, we are right where we're supposed to be. I know he pulled us out of uh, Nebraska. And in fact, um, we weren't going to go at first because I had a full-time job and he he had, you know, we had family, we had the kids. And um, anyway, because of God, we ended up moving. And so we had this, we wanted to go to church and we had this list of churches and that his mom had given to us. And so we knew nothing about, we didn't know anyone. We didn't know anything about this church. We just picked the first one on the list and went. And <clears throat> it was a, a life changer um, in my faith journey. I will never forget, um, we walked in and people just embraced us. And, um, I think for the first time, because my heart was ready, um, I finally started to discover who Jesus really was, not who I, who I thought he was. And, um, I just was surrounded by people who loved us unconditionally and were willing to take the time to show us what it meant to follow Jesus. And, um, it was, I went through this period of time where I could not, Put the Bible down. I know I sound like a bit of a nerd, but I couldn't put it down. My kids would go down for a nap, and I, I was just reading about this Jesus guy, mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And all the things that I thought I knew, I, I just discovered that I, I had no clue. And then I started discovering that the Old Testament. <laughs> 
kind of went with the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was just mind blowing. And I still get so excited about mm-hmm. it today. So that's really, I would say about 15 years ago, um, I know that God orchestrated um, my life in such a way that he, he called me out and said, you're mine and, you, and you're going to follow me. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. How and cool. then just, I mean, fast forwarding to now to being like serving in ministry, mm-hmm. um, on staff at a church, like incredible, it, incredible. It is. I mean, I, I couldn't have written that story if I had tried. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we're so grateful you're here and so grateful to be able to do ministry life yes. um, with you. You've been such a blessing already. Um, what, when you, when you think about this season of your life right now, what are some things that maybe you're celebrating? And then what's the most challenging part of the now for you as a working mom, a wife? You know, you've got teenagers, you've got a college student, all of those things. Yeah, so I would say um, one thing that I'm just celebrating, and I always tell people I'm pinching myself because they they will ask me, are you excited about your new role? And I absolutely am, um, but it still feels like I'm just living this, this dream, sort of like I get to come to work every day and do what I love. And in mm-hmm. fact, my husband teases me because <laughs> before... I had the job here, um, I would go out for coffee and lunches and, you know, looking back, I didn't think anything of it, but I was ministering to people. And so he teases me that I literally get paid to do what I love. And it's, and it's, it's so true. So I just feel like being able to see how God has worked in my life, even over the past three months, even Mm -hmm. has been such a it has really spurred me on and just um, how could I question his plan for my life? And um, I just want other people to see that too. So that's definitely what I'm celebrating. Um, challenges, if I'm being honest, um, it I have been a stay-at-home mom for the past 14 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I it's not really like I planned to <laughs> go back to work. It just sort of I feel like God sort of just, he opened the door. Actually, I like to say he pushed me through it. Um, And so that has been a bit of an adjustment for my whole family. Um, So they are getting used to mom not being as available um, as I might have been. So if you forget your lunch, I might not be able to bring it to you. Um, But they're they're doing great. Um, And just the other thing I would say is I... I just get so excited. I want to do it all. (laughs) And so like just being able to really stop and discern what is the Lord wanting me to do and where I spend my time and um, just trying to stop and make sure that I'm really seeking Him um, with any direction we're taking is, um, I think that's the challenge because I just really want in my heart to do it all. I think those are very important words for, for all of us. Yes, totally. What are the things that he's calling us to do right now and what, what are not the things that we're just going to take on just because, you know, we can, that's good. That's good. Um, so one of many things that I love about the Lord is that he, loves us so much that he continues to reveal to us 
things about ourselves, um, areas of our life that he wants to mold and refine um, and teach. And I I asked a woman one time, uh, a mentor said, why do I feel like when maybe I've kind of gotten over one thing that he's trying to teach me, then he brings me another, you know? And her yes. answer was, that's such a beautiful thing yeah. that he's continuing to show you areas of growth and pruning Yep. You know, those branches. Thank so, goodness he's never done with I us. I know, I know. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so in what, what ways right now for you is God working in your life, your heart? One thing I think that he has is showing me loud and clearly is that his timing is uh, the best. Mm-hmm. And... I have struggled in the past with being a little impatient. I want things fixed now, and I want to be able to check the box and say, look what God did. Um, and so I think he's teaching me, especially in my in my family um, and with my precious kids, who they honestly teach me so much every day. Um, but when we are going through struggles, whether it's marriage or kids, um, so many things that have been put in front of me, they're just not overnight fixes. They are a season, um, and I have learned that I need to trust that God will wrap it up Mm -hmm. in a nice, neat bow, but it may not be my timing, and it may not be on this side of heaven, you know, it, and so just being patient and being able to trust that God has, he's got it. Mm -hmm. And, um, that sometimes we grow the most when we're in those seasons where it's a day to day surrender. Mm -hmm. And, um, so just trusting him for the outcome, even though it's not fixed right away, I guess is the biggest thing that, that he's teaching me right now. Yeah. That's good. I was just thinking sometimes when he wraps it up with a bow, I was like, I really wanted purple or, you know, right. like a big, bigger bow or a smaller bow. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Well, um, just from like working with you over the past few months has been such a joy. Um, we truly have been like teammate, teammates and like all sense of the word. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And it's just been so amazing to watch like your selfless surrender, kind of like what you were saying to what God has for you in your life. And like you said, like you weren't even expecting a job to come up. You weren't searching out a job. Literally, like I remember Jen and I were sitting in a room, like who could take over for her when she goes on maternity leave? And we both were like, oh, Miranda would kill this. Um, And I just think that's like the Lord totally put that in that room in that moment with us two. And you just like totally came in and accepted that and just knew like, there's definitely going to be challenges. Like it's definitely going to be an adjustment for my whole family. Um, and you just came in and you said, all right, Lord, like use me however you want to. Um, and I just think that's so beautiful. And even with this transition into women's, like how cool is it that you still get to be here on staff? And even as we were like wrapping back up with Jen coming back, um, 
you were just like, well, what's next? Right. And this women's role like just came in and, and, um, I love already like what you're doing and how God is using you in that role. Um, so we were just wondering what are some things, um, or some ways that women's ministry has impacted you in the past? Well, it's actually been huge. And, um, I think if I'm being honest, kind of looking back, um, I do feel that he had a calling on my life. And I think I just sort of, again, got a little detoured and maybe was ignoring it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Women's ministry, I would say, um, has greatly impacted my life. Um, I had a a woman, her name, uh, we always called her Miss Joyce. (laughs) And she was the most, is the most um, just peaceful, loving. Um, she, I remember she would come to my house every week and I would put my daughter down for a nap and we would go through this study together. And, um, she took the time to listen to my story. And there were things that I would have normally never shared with anyone, particularly someone from the church, right? (laughs) um, that she, I was able to share my failures and my sin, and um, she just loved me so well. And I think it was then that I realized how important that is and that um, God really can use you to make a difference in people's lives Mm -hmm. and to point them to Jesus. And so to this day, I, I, one of the greatest things that I still love more than anything that I know I learned early on is just to sit and listen to people's story Um, because they all have such unique, precious stories. And I just love, I love hearing them. Yeah. I think you really do like model that so well, like, you know, like even in my life, you're just such like an open door person. Like you let people feel comfortable, people feel comfortable around you to share those like hurts or maybe those like secrets or the parts of their lives that maybe they feel like shame over. And I just think that's so like needed and beautiful in like community with women. Like I just love that. And I think it's so needed. So thank you for the way you do that. Um, But how did you know that God was calling you to serve in this capacity? So... I didn't at first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is, again, just a crazy story how it all happened because, as we mentioned, I was just serving in middle school um, and, in fact, had a, a kind of a crossroads where I could either move to high school or stay with middle school, and I just felt like, God was saying, stay with middle school, you know, so I did. (laughs) And um, then Jen ended up going out on maternity leave. And funny story with that, um, (laughs) I was supposed to have a four-week training period. Yes, you are, girl. (laughs) Yes, you are. But baby Penny had other plans. (laughs) And so I had one day of training. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. And um, so I walked around that whole Wednesday. I will never forget it with my eyes wide <laughs> and just this look of sheer terror on my face. Me too. 
Uh, yes, <laughs> and Kindle too because she's thinking, oh no. <laughs> and y'all look like you had it so together. Oh, I mean, thank you so much because we go, did not. We, way to go, girls. <laughs> we appreciate that. But I went home that night, had a little talk with Jesus and myself. I was literally talking to myself. <laughs> and, um, and I just was like, okay, you can't bury your head in the sand, Miranda. You have got to go into that office the next day and figure out how to keep middle school running. Yep. And um, thank you, Jesus, for Kindle, who literally um, helped me keep it afloat. I, You were a saving grace in all of that, so <laughs> thank you. So then I did that, and while I was serving in middle school, um, the women's director position came open, and again, I I knew I knew it was open, but it, it never crossed my mind. Oh, I should maybe I should do that. <laughs> um, so when I was approached about it, um, that is when God started. I started getting that little tug on my heart, um, and so. When I am looking at it realistically, I I know, if I'm being honest, I know God was calling me to that. And I have learned so many things about women's ministry over the years and have always been involved, have always served. Um, So I know I'm where I am supposed to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and just, it's interesting because I'm thinking you're serving in middle school and then you step into this role of leading middle school for a season. But you are also serving in somewhat of a leadership capacity in women's ministry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so while you weren't on staff yet, the Lord had already had you in a position to get to know the women, know some right. of the ins and outs. Right. Not that there's not so much to learn still for all of us, but um, you already had he already had you. Yes serving in that role. Yes. And someone asked me, did you know that the women's director was leaving the women's pastor? No, I did not. I was just doing what I do. (laughs) You know, I was just trying to be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) It's always neat to look back, you know, and say, this is how the Lord directed my path. Uh Yep. Um, Like you look back and it's so obvious, but at the time I was completely unassuming. You're like Like, blindsided. (laughs) How did I get here? So now that you're you are in this role and I mean I just I think about these times after covid I think we have all these people who are moving here who are looking for a space who are looking for a church home who are looking for community as you kind of look at that room filled with women on a Wednesday morning or on a Wednesday night or as you meet women what's your what's your hope for not only are Rolling Hills women, but women who are new and looking for a place? My hope would just be that um, they meet Jesus. And the cool thing about Jesus is that he meets each one of us right where we're at. So I think whatever that looks like for each woman who walks in, that they would feel known and accepted Mm -hmm. and loved and that... um, that Jesus would just work in each one of their hearts in a way that only he can in such mm-hmm. a personal way. Um, I had a moment the other morning when during the gathering when the women were watching the video 
And I, I, I got teary. I just stood back and, and was just thanking God for, um, for what he is doing. And you get to hear the stories of women who are so greatly impacted by either a teaching or something that one of their leaders said, or, um, and so it, it is just a reminder that it is important to have community, um, that we listen to women's stories and that they get to discover who Jesus is in a new way. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing, like I said, is you can do that no matter where you're at. You could be coming in new to your faith or you could have been following him for years and Jesus still does his thing. And I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that vision. Well, thank you, Miranda, for talking with us today. Obviously, you're always so fun as a seven on the Enneagram. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just thank you so much for sharing and um, being vulnerable, telling us your story and kind of uh, your hopes and dreams for uh, the women's ministry. Um, As we wrap up today, I'd love to pray for us. So let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you um, just so much, God, for the way that you orchestrate and the way that you write stories, God, um, in ways that we never could have asked or imagined. That's just kind of what you do. And God, I just thank you that you um, shape our desires of our hearts, God, and that you um, just write such a beautiful story. Um, And I just thank you that you did that for Miranda, God, and her family. I thank you that you brought her here to Rolling Hills, God, and I thank you for her faithful um, service in middle school and in women's ministry, God, and and I thank you that you called her to serve with us here on staff. Um, I just pray over Miranda and her family, God, would you please just bless them? Uh, Would you be with them, walk with them, God, and just give them um, so much peace and um, so much joy as they are walking through such fun seasons with um, college and um, high high school, God. We just know that you are so near to them, and I just pray that you would uh, just remind them of that every day. And I pray for um, our women's ministry here, God. Would you please just uh, put your hand on that ministry? I pray that when women come, God, that um, they would feel known, they would feel loved. And God, I pray that their groups would be a safe space where they feel like they can be vulnerable and share the hard things that are going on in their life, God. And I do just pray for life transformation in those groups with those women. I pray that you would reveal yourself to them in new ways. Um, And I pray that that um, would be so fruitful. Those times would be so fruitful as a group. God, I thank you for uh, Miranda's leadership, and I thank you for the way that you have wired her and formed her, God. Um, We love you, and we are so thankful for all that you do. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Miranda, thank you for sharing your heart and your time with not only us, but all of our female listeners. Ladies, thank you for listening to As You Go. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Have a great day.